0: Welcome to the Plutonomics Podcast with Lori Cammie and Barnaby Levin. The word Plutonomics means the study of wealth. It's our mission to educate, to help clients think about their goals and how they might benefit from working with an advisor to achieve them. But more importantly, it's to make sure our listeners understand both the pros and cons of any issue so they can make informed decisions and increase the odds of finding the right answer for them. You see, it's not who's right or wrong, but knowing there are no disinterested parties or unbiased opinions, and that where you sit depends on where you stand. The challenge to making good decisions is to start by questioning one's assumptions and to break free of our prejudices, because the truth usually lies somewhere in between. There are always two sides to every issue, both of which have merit. Last week, We spoke about the ABCs of financial planning and creating a framework within which to invest. The topic today is China. And perhaps the biggest problem with China is there are so many things to say, it's hard to know just where to begin. So let's kick things off with something a little controversial. Something Kyle Bass recently said on a CNBC interview with Joe Kernan. He said, Once you understand the fundamental ideology of the Communist Party of China, even Stevie Wonder can see what's going on. It's simply impossible to discount.
1: Understanding China with its thousand year perspective is a challenge for Westerners to grasp, for example, the significance of having a 10 year, let alone a 100 year plan or the way they blend Capitalism within their framework of a socialist republic. Unfortunately, since Nixon reopened relations with China in the 70s, we've looked at China through our own capitalistic democratic lens instead of trying to understand theirs. Their view is to move methodically, step by step, to modernize everything from their education to their cities and infrastructure, and over time gain power not only in their region, but ultimately all over the world. China is systematically extending their land and sea footprint, and their approach economically has been first to manufacture our products for less, to copy and design, and once we've become dependent upon them, both for sales and manufacturing, to take control of the industry themselves. And all we seem to have recognized so far is that their government is not so secretly, pulling the levers behind what appears to be independently run corporations. And then we are puzzled when all of a sudden we see the impact it has on the U.S. and our economy.
0: When I think of China, I think of Occam's razor, which states that plurality should not be posited without necessity. (laughs) <laughs> well, that in layman's terms means when something has two possible explanations, the one requiring the fewest assumptions is usually the right one. And in general, one should go with the simplest answer as long as it's supported by facts. So why start on this note? Because when we think of China, we must first realize they've been around not just for a thousand, but thousands of years, Starting with the Shang Dynasty in 1600 BC, they were already making advances in everything from math to astronomy, including the creation of the 365-day calendar we still use today. It was around then that Sun Tzu wrote the art of war with lessons like ensure victory by practicing deception, keep your friends close and your enemies closer, and never enter battle unless you know you can win. And it was also then that one of the most famous teachers, politicians, and philosophers of all time lived, a man by the name of Confucius, who, among other things, said, never do to others what you would not like them to do to you. Before you embark on a journey of revenge, dig two graves. And my favorite, choose a job you love, and you will never have to work a day in your life. China, in other words, has been around far longer than any of today's Western civilizations, including Greece and Rome. But during much of their history, they've been at war. Often in the face of oppression, it's true, from foreign exploitation, including Russia, Japan, the UK, and yes, the US. But the fact is that beginning with the Shang Dynasty, they've engaged in and fought more than 380 battles or wars. In 1949, Mao Zedong founded the People's Republic of China and created a system of ideas whose mission was to create an economy independent of imperialism, which guaranteed the people a decent and improving standard of living. Mao had a deep conviction that revolutions were the work of the masses and a struggle between the conflicting interests of the proletariat and bourgeoisie. He believed they needed to cure the sickness to save the patient, and that the only way forward was to de-link China from the world of capitalism, under which China's largely agrarian peasantry could never hope to compete. And yet he also wrote that political power grows out of the barrel of a gun. So we only need to look at their history, and from everything we see, given their current military buildup and new nuclear sites, it seems clear they're preparing for something.
1: That's a very important point. And to reiterate, Graham Allison, the distinguished director of international relations at the Harvard School of Government and an advisor to the last four presidents on China, wrote a book titled Destined for War, Can America Escape Thucydides' Trap? He begins with the ancient rivalry between Athens and Sparta each vying for dominance while leading very different economies and ideologies, which ultimately led to the Peloponnesian War that plunged Greece into chaos. Today, given the interdependent relationship the U.S. has with China in everything from commerce and manufacturing to our still important role as the defender of democracy and the world's reserve currency to our own burgeoning debt, that's largely owned by China and other countries, this has blinded us to China's plan and progress, that is, to supplant the U.S. as the world's economic and military leader. And today, we find ourselves in a trap where much of our economic stability and strength depends on them.
0: We're between a rock and a hard place, and we need to figure out how to get out of it. Again, Whatever altruistic actions the Communist Party may say they're taking for the sake of the people, and again, the Chinese people have contributed much over the centuries, they've been quick to act with the use of force and military might. They use propaganda and disinformation against competing or contrary institutions. And anyone who disagrees with them or their agenda are quickly silenced or put down, as they've done with the Uyghurs in Tibet and Hong Kong and now are threatening to do in Taiwan. It's critical, therefore, we change the way we think of things. Because, it seems, China will do whatever it takes to achieve their objectives. And while for many years their attention may have been focused inward, given what they recently did in Hong Kong, things have definitely changed. Things have escalated. And this time, we should definitely take them at their word. Despite their 1984 agreement with England that Hong Kong would retain its autonomy, rights, and freedoms for 50 years after sovereignty reverted back to them in 1997, that's clearly no longer the case. Again, as Kyle Bass warned, the actions they're taking now are impossible to discount. So what are we to do?
1: The U.S. is faced with a dilemma on three fronts. First, learning how to stick to a longer-term view ourselves when it comes to our economy, education, and our healthcare priorities so that we can build a stronger, better educated, more productive population. Our demographics can really help, especially if we can figure out a better immigration policy to attract the best and the brightest to help us further in developing the next generation like we did during the baby boom. We need to understand all we can about war from both an economic and technology perspective, not just military. We must forge stronger treaties with our allies in key locations because China has been busy building trade and military relationships in Europe, Asia, the Middle East, and South America. And as Barnaby said, we need to think in their shoes. Our values are different. And as Sun Tzu said, to know your enemy, you must become your enemy.
0: Please join us next week when we'll be discussing the effect this will all have on our long-term investment strategy, how we need to be knowledgeable and aware of what's going on over there so as consumers, educators, and politicians, we can take our destiny into our own hands. This is Barnaby Levin and Lori Cammie for the Plutonomics Podcast, signing off. LK Wealth and Asset Management and LCK Wealth are a group of investment professionals registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC, and advisory services through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not and offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk and there is no guarantee that the process or investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance, and any investment opportunities referenced may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced are from sources believed to be reliable, and any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Neither LK Wealth and Asset Management, LCK Wealth, or Hightower shall in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data, or for statements or errors contained in or admissions from the obtained data and information referenced. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced and such data and information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of LK Wealth and Asset Management and LCK Wealth and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates.